Hey, you're about to listen to episode 62 of uh, We Should Know Better. I'm Sky. Uh, I edit this podcast every uh, episode, and I just wanted to apologize for the sound quality on this episode. It just happens to be our two-year anniversary, and I guess sort of in celebration of that, um, my audio software decided to kind of take us back um, do an old school episode where our, our sound quality is just whack. Um, for some reason, my recording was, was so low. And when I brought it back up to a level where it would work, uh, to, to kind of mix with the other, the other boys on the podcast, uh, it blew out essentially. So I don't sound great. The other guys sound okay. It's my fault. I don't know what was going on with my setup. Um, but yeah, so I just want to apologize for that and thank you for listening. Uh, like I said, we've been doing this for two years now. Um, and I mean, we do it mostly because it's fun for, uh, fun for us to get with each other and goof off. But at the same time, we also do it for you guys. It's good. We, you know, every week we, we hear, I hear at least one or two people say like, oh, that was really funny. That was cool. I really like what you did there. Da, 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 da. Um, and I just, you know, selfishly love the praise. So keep that coming. Um, but thank you, and with no further ado, here you go. Come let us make a brownie ring, a brownie ring, a brownie ring. Come let us make a brownie ring, we hear our brown owl calling. Welcome to We Should Know Better, the podcast where we hitchhike our way through Wikipedia. I am your crack shot duelist, Tim, and with me are my <laughs> seconds. Oh, man. I, I'm Kyle. I'm Sky. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who are new, what we do here is we start on a page on Wikipedia and use the links therein, uh, going from page to page to reach a goal page. And we've been doing it now for uh, two years. Two years. What? How crazy is that? <laughs> yeah. It's like... October 29th, I think, is our anniversary. Are you, are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, man, it's Two been so long. years. Yep. So our, our podcast is entering its terrible twos. Terrible twos. I was thinking that, too. Oh, man. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's just going to misbehave. It's going to get so moody. Yeah. Ah, if, if our twos were terrible, that. what are our ones? <laughs> it's going to be hard to get just, this podcast down to, to a nap. I was going to say, <laughs> we're going to have to take naps occasionally now. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> this... <laughs> Nothing could go, nothing could be better. Yeah, let's just do a podcast of us napping. I, I actually, there's probably a podcast out there of that, isn't there? There, there has to be a thing. It's probably some a- ASMR podcast. Oh, yes, of course Beautiful. it is. Listen I'm to somebody napping in front of this, very, very close to this microphone. It's <laughs> 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 like that. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go look this up. That gave that's me your, chills. That's your first episode, Sky, right there. Did that did that trigger you, Tim? No, it didn't. Okay. <laughs> no, that's you need a pro. Oh, oh, yep. whoa! Sorry. <laughs> but, so, w- with our second anniversary here, I wanted to treat it with the same relevance as uh, tradition treats the second wedding anniversary. Oh no! So our toss-up game tonight is all about the second wedding anniversary gift what do you think that is wood no (laughs) a clock no um (laughs) oh man uh uh let's say gold no that's definitely not gold (laughs) it's it's the fabric of our lives children cotton 
cotton. Wow. It's also what so you pull off of, of you, a have... sick vape rig. <laughs> I have questions for you guys about cotton. Okay. okay. And they come to us courtesy so, of uh, cotton.org. Oh, my gosh. The FAQ section I'm for the excited. Cotton Foundation, the National Cotton Council of America. Oh, very, boy. Very secret stuff. Uh, so tonight, I want you to submit your answers to me uh, separately. These are all yeah. questions that are going to have a sort of range to them. So whoever gets closest either in location or number is going to score the point. Okay? Got it. Uh, most of these questions do come straight from cotton.org, so please don't go there. <laughs> and uh, we will start. Whoever wins the most will go to the, uh, will be first to decide uh, where we go from our first page, which I have not announced yet. I was going to say, usually we yeah. do that first, so you have time to think about it. I thought we were starting at cotton for a little bit. I'm like, oh, wait. Oh, this is a starting well, game. Okay. Yeah, that's true. You, do, you guys do want to take a look at the page first, huh? Oh, phew. Oh. Okay. So <laughs> really we are uh, exploring two uh, places whose existence is somewhat of a conundrum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we are going from Winchester Mystery House oh. to Pizza Hut. <laughs> Winchester Mystery House. Okay. Oh, I love it. Yep. To Pizza Hut. Nice. To Pizza Hut. Oh. And their man. mystery crusts. Ooh. <laughs> All right. So, are All you guys right. ready for yeah. uh, questions about cotton? Cotton games. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, first question: Which state grows the most cotton? If you don't get the correct state, the closest to it will get a point. Uh, <laughs> both of you have said Georgia. Wow, nice job, Sky. Yeah. So both of you are equally wrong. Unless we're Dang equally it. wrong, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you will tie. Oh. Uh, the correct answer, according to Cotton Council, is Texas. What? Oh. Yes. <laughs> this is just a lot of Texas. Production. <laughs> this yep. wasn't like per capita. This is just uh, <laughs> just all the all the cotton. Okay. Their three-year average production was almost 5.5 million bales. Oh, okay. For 2010 through 2012. Way to go, Texas, with all speaking your open of, space. <laughs> speaking of bales, guys, not mm. Christian. Uh, how much does a bale of cotton weigh in pounds? Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> it sounds dangerous. Tim, if it fell on me, would it kill me? I it it wouldn't. Would I would I be not it, happy it about it? It wouldn't tickle. <laughs> or would I be dead? You might be dead. <laughs> Sky said 600 pounds. Kyle yes. says 500 pounds. The correct answer is 500 pounds. Dang. Oh my gosh. Oh Kyle's the right on. Boom. Kyle is in the lead. <laughs> I know my cotton, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> you got that tickle You know clue. what weights will kill you. <laughs> uh, okay, we know which state grows the most cotton. Which country grows the most cotton? Oh, come on. <sighs> most. Okay, so is it... So based on the Texas thing, it's just going to be the largest expanse that you can grow cotton on. Because <laughs> <laughs> every... I said the USA. <laughs> Kyle said China. The correct answer is China. Dang yes. it. <sighs> Kyle's got this hidden knowledge of cotton. Of just like big things. <laughs> <laughs> A bale of cotton 
can make about how many men's t-shirts? <laughs> I almost heard that is like, can make how many men? I'm like, whoa! <laughs> no, here's my here's my real answer. Okay, Sky's first answer was two. <laughs> They're really big t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the size matters here. All right, 500 pounds of cotton. Oh, my gosh. Uh... Uh, Kyle said 300. Sure. Sky said 501. Nice. Uh, going 5001 first, and I think that was a typo. That was a typo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one bale of cotton can make 1,217 men's t-shirts. Wow. Point so goes to Sky. A t-shirt less weighs a less than a pound. Wow. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. So it can make 1,217 men's t-shirts. How many $100 bills can it make? <laughs> Oh man. Uh Frick. <laughs> this is so that's so great. Oh man. I'm gonna say Oh jeez, I really I don't know. How much hard cash can a friggin' bale of cotton make? <laughs> Sky how, says, how many Go ahead. Sky says three thousand one. Kyle says one hundred thousand. Sure thing. <laughs> The correct answer is three hundred thirteen thousand oh six hundred one hundred dollar bills. I guess that makes okay. sense. Kyle is winning learning, three to one. What I'm learning is that we are really efficient with our cotton. Apparently, <laughs> how many sick pulls from a really tricked out vape rig can one bale of cotton? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, two more questions, Sky. You do have a chance to uh, tie. Uh, how many cotton farms are there in the U.S.? Oh, but, uh, what? Just how many, how many cotton picking farms are there, Kyle? Wow, Tim, I feel like you wanted to do that. You set this I whole thing up so just bad. so you could do that. I'm proud of you, but also upset. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Uh let's just go with this. I don't know. I'm probably way over, but at this time, <laughs> Sky says ten thousand. <laughs> Kyle says three million. <laughs> Correct answer is eighteen thousand six hundred. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's three to two. Kyle still in the lead. Yay! Uh, next question. Okay. <laughs> uh, the song "Cotton Eye Joe." Wow. Uh, was made popular by the band The Rednecks in 1995. What country is The Rednecks from? And that is spelled R-E-D-N-E-X. Sure it is. Uh, uh, Tim, was this on Cotton.org? This one was not. Oh, okay. I was, I, I suspected, but, you know. <laughs> some of those dot, <laughs> some of those .orgs can get pretty, you know... They can get a little bit sassy sometimes. Uh, Kyle says Sweden. Yes. Skylar says Norway. One of yes. those. Sweden. You know, those little nice countries. One of them. Yeah. Denmark. <laughs> Thank you, Sky. I'm so glad that we were on the same page on this one. <laughs> I uh, take my first answer. <laughs> Norway. <laughs> The correct answer is Sweden. Yes. So Kyle wins tonight. Good job with the cotton, Kyle. Oh, this is a thing that I always wanted to be good at. (laughs) (laughs) This is a lifelong dream, Tim. 
Can you feel all the second anniversary love? Just imagine him like <laughs> draping a medal with like the ribbons made out of cotton around or, you. And the medal made out of cotton. It's just a very <laughs> fluffy medal. You'd be so happy. <laughs> I would actually. That's kind of fun. Yeah. All oh right. So gosh. we are starting on the Winchester Mystery House. <laughs> Uh, located in San Jose, California. Is this a new thing on Wikipedia right now? Because I'm looking at the map in the sidebar showing the location. And it's like, oh you can gosh. show its location in San Jose. You can show it in California. <laughs> you can show it in the U.S. entirely. I don't know. Wow. And that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, but not in relation to how much cotton could be produced there. So well, it's no, still missing. Not. Yeah. Nothing is as exciting as cotton. <laughs> Clearly, this house is pretty cool, though. Oh man, this Have house you guys... is bonkers. So there's a, not this, not that this is a time to be talking about other podcasts, but there's a 99% Invisible podcast about this place, and it's amazing. Uh, and it's uh, oh man, this this place is just the coolest place, I, especially in terms of like sort of misunderstood. Uh, people of their time, I guess. Um, all right. So do you know about the Winchester Mystery House, Sky? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, this place is so cool. Uh, Tim, what made you decide to start here? Uh, it was just around that time of the year that I wanted something a little a little spooky. A little spoopy? A little spooky. Oh, I see. And I see. Uh, this place takes the cake. Oh, well. And it takes it to a lot of different houses or a lot of different rooms in a house. Yeah, takes uh, the it Winchester, doors to nowhere. And... Uh, is a mansion in San Jose, California, which was once the personal residence of Sarah Winchester, the widow of gun magnate uh, William Wirt, Wirt Winchester. I don't. The original WWW. I don't know if I knew that was his middle name. What could that even be short for? Is that short for something? Is I don't that think just so. I think it's just Wirt. Wirt. Okay. Wirt. Okay. <laughs> Located at 525 South Winchester Boulevard in San Jose, the Queen Anne-style Victoria Mansion is renowned for its size, architectural curiosities, and its lack of any master building plan. It is a designated California historical landmark and is listed on the National Register of Historic Places. It is privately owned and serves as a tourist attraction. Um, <clears throat> ever since the construction commenced in 1884, the property and mansion were claimed by many, including Winchester herself, to be haunted by the ghosts of those killed with Winchester rifles. I don't know if she actually did that. I don't know that that's accurate because did what? she, yeah, <clears throat> actually claimed uh, it, that Sarah Winchester claimed that it was haunted by ghosts of those killed by Winchester rifles. Um, okay. I, I don't know. That's that's a weird thing to have in this article i guess without a citation yeah uh i thought that was like the main deal of it like wait am i getting this well, confused isn't this the house we should probably explain well i guess you, that's what you're doing <laughs> trying to, what yes. it is but isn't this the to. house where she just keeps building on it because she she's afraid that if she stops like the spirits are gonna just like get her or something so that's, that's, that's the popular the tale, yes. that's yeah. the popular story yes okay but, uh the 99 percent invisible uh podcast and, and other things that I've read actually go a little bit more in depth in there uh, that she that Sarah actually wanted to um, she wanted to experiment as an architect and she was never able to do that uh, in her younger life I guess and basically what has happened uh, they so so all right so to back up 
this house has, you know, it has the base house, but essentially what happened was after William Winchester died, Sarah just started building and just continuing to build on different parts of the house. And she would tear apart some parts and leave some things installed and just keep building in wholly different styles and wholly different uh, plans. And they didn't seem to connect sometimes or some of the stairwells just didn't connect with anything and it didn't matter. She was just building onto this house. And uh, yeah, the popular story is that she oh, yeah. um, that she was trying to uh, keep these spirits at bay because the house was filling up with the spirits of people who were killed by Winchester rifles. Yeah, it says here, um, <clears throat> tabloids from the time claim that at some point after her infant daughter and her husband's death, a Boston medium told her... Um, while supposedly channeling her late husband that she had to leave her home in New Haven and travel west where she could continually build a home for herself and the spirits of people who had fallen victim to Winchester rifles. It's almost like she's like building like a little house for ghosts. Yeah, and essentially. Winchester left New Haven and headed to California, though it is possible she was simply seeking a change of location and a hobby during her lengthy, lengthy depression. Uh, yep. Other sources claim that Winchester came to believe her family and fortune were haunted by ghosts and that... Only by moving west and continuously building them a house could she appease these spirits. Yeah, and that's uh, yeah, and that's that's the popular story here. But uh, a lot of people and other historians, I'm surprised that there's not more about this in here. It's not sexy. Uh, yeah, it actually, yeah, basically saying that if you look at what is in the house, it makes sense. Like the different rooms that are in there are actually developed in particular different styles, and she follows. The different uh, the different uh, architectural styles of the time of different eras as she progresses through building this house. Yeah, you think that she would just if she's building a house for ghosts, she'd just keep building ho- like the same room over and over again or something. Exactly so. Yeah. Uh, but it's but that's just not the case. And uh, there is the continual uh, use of thirteens throughout the house, and they make mention in here. Uh, for exp- for ex- example, expensive imported chandelier that originally held 12 candle holders was altered to accommodate 13 candles. Wall clothes hooks are in multiples of 13. And a spiderweb pattern stained glass windows contain- window contains 13 colored stones. Uh, the drain covers on all the sinks have 13 holes. Uh, and on also every Friday the 13th, the large bell on the property is rung 13 times at 1300 hours. Uh, Almost all of that was added after her death. Oh, okay. Uh, almost everything that was based on that to, you know, all of the little things to make it seem more spooky uh, were added after she died. So it's actually a really weird situation where you have this uh, this pretty amazing woman trying to build and develop her ideas with, you know, basically so much money to just waste yeah but developing test patterns essentially for other architects and trying out different ideas that you know other women would never of the time uh architects of that time would never be able to do and uh and when she passed away people didn't it like it was so outlandish that a woman would have spent her money on trying to develop her ideas as an architect that they're like, obviously, she was crazy. Yeah, it does yeah, feel like, pretty gross still. <laughs> or at least that they took some like small notions of things and just sort of ran with them into a legend yeah, to make money off of. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
So, but I mean, as, as, uh, making money off of guns goes, <clears throat> that's pretty much in the style of all of the uh, U S so, you know, mm-hmm. why not? <laughs> like in 2016. So like this year, another mm-hmm. room was found and made available by viewing for the public. An attic space Weird. that contains a pump organ, Victorian couch, dress form, sewing machine, and paintings. What? That's so weird. That's nuts. That a, <clears throat> that a new room was found. Yeah? Anyway, yes. I like what? how in, in one paragraph here it says, uh, it just there was like only you. one working toilet for Winchester, but all <laughs> other restrooms were decoys to confuse spirits. <laughs> I did not know spirits had to poop. Yeah, that's really <laughs> I was weird. Just gonna say. Well, if they're gonna, uh, maybe it's like, well, they're gonna haunt him. So if I have a bunch of fakes, then they'll haunt the fakes, <laughs> and I'll have to deal. I'll have a less ghost ratio watching me poop. That's actually, Ugh. you know, that's that's pretty rational, honestly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you're just cutting down on the amount of ghosts watching you go to the bathroom. So the new room I'm, they found means 161 rooms have been found in the mansion. Wow. Pretty uh, crazy. It is. Uh, so where would you like to go, Kyle? Oh, man. There's so many places. I, oh, man. I really want to see. There are a couple ways I could get to Pizza Hut that I'm thinking about. <laughs> but they don't have any way that I can see. I'm looking at the different popular culture here because, of course, a house that is this misappropriated uh still finds its way into popular culture all over the place how many let's see winchester mystery house was featured as a lockdown location on season five and season 12 of episodes of ghost adventures yeah somehow that has somehow that has citation needed weird uh oh oh on it was it was on mythbusters as well yep and Carrie Byron said that it gave her nightmares. Mm. Um, <clears throat> hmm. Okay. Well, I don't think I'm going to be able to go that route. But let's see. 1906 earthquake. That's not going to help me. Uh, 17 chimneys. Oh. Huh. There's forced air heating and gas lights. <laughs> Is that, I wonder if I could get... Are those things that like, cook pizzas? Well, I'm trying to think, like, I wonder if I could get to, like, ovens. I, I mean, not that I expect that the page for oven has just has things you can cook with an oven, including pizza. Uh, although that would be pretty great now that I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> you know what? I might try it. <laughs> Hang on a second. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm going to. I'm going to go. Actually, I'm going to try... Um, yeah, forced. Oh dang! I I thought there was I thought there was something about an oven here. No. Um, I really thought I would have a better selection set of selections here. Ouch. Yeah, geez. I think you I'm got a pretty good that... selection here, Tim. It's okay. Thank you. Oh, Sarah. fine, fine. All right, fine. I I will just go with forced air heating. Let's see what we got. Ah, see, I was going to go with air. chimneys. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh. Man, I feel like if I go to chimneys, it's just going to be like all air ducts all the time. Uh, <laughs> I can try a different. Well, no, 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 you're fine. Cast. Um, but why? Why not? I'm gonna. I'm gonna go chimneys. Oh my gosh, Sky! 
<laughs> All right. Well, forced air heating. You're going to learn a lot about heating. I was going to say, I really should have taken a different page because this this did not work out. Uh, this is just a page about, you know, actual heating systems. Uh, this this These systems rely on ductwork vents and planums, which is not a thing, which is not linked, but should be because I don't know what it is, as a means of air distribution separate from the actual heating and air conditioning systems. So that's what it is. <laughs> um, they have... Forster heating is probably is probably what? Why is that? Why do they have a probably in here? Forced air heating is probably the type of central heating most commonly install, installed in North America. That's not cited or anything. That's why I oh. need it probably probably there. But mm -hmm. why would you even say that? <laughs> like it's Wikipedia. Just guessing. Yeah, it's probably yeah. I don't probably, know. I it mean, seems it seems right, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's much less I mean, common. We don't in use Europe. like hot rocks or anything. <laughs> it's probably this. Uh, it's much less common in Europe, and also not cited, where <laughs> hydronic heating predominates, uh, especially in the form of hot water radiators. Well, uh, exciting. This did not. Yeah, I'm sorry. This did not work out as well as I'd hoped. I might have to back up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I might. Because there's really nothing here that's, like, there's, like, heat pumps, but that's not going to get me to anything to do with actual ovens. Which I probably should have ta just taken chimneys to begin with, so I'm going to I'm gonna hit back for right now, Tim. Okay. Uh, Sky, you Forced go ahead to chimneys. So I got bad news. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, they describe chimneys here, and we all know what chimneys are. Uh... They did, not no become, they did not become common in houses until the 16th and 17th centuries, which is interesting uh -huh. to know. Um, uh, another step in the development of chimneys was the use of built-in ovens, which allowed the household to bake at home. Ovens is not linked. Uh, what? It's mentioned really? again down here. It's not linked. Um, I've got, like, windshield to deal with. I've got flashing. I've got... What other links are in here? Flue gas. Dance. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah, gas. <laughs> it's like farts. It's pretty good. I, I <laughs> nice. could go to Victorian I'm just literature. To grab I can hear. Uh, <laughs> nice job. Anything entertaining. I think I'm going back as well, actually. I think we oh, need to. Oh, guys. Happy two years, everyone. This is what we are. Here's we. Here's um, us. All right. So I, I, I'm recalibrating and I'm going with my original plan. I'm going with Alan Moore. That's so everybody's original Alan plan. Moore. Alan Moore. <laughs> Ugh. I mean, yes, of course it is. I really don't want to hear you talk about Alan Moore. Domino's kind of guy, though. We'll <laughs> see how this goes. <laughs> um, you know what? I am going to go to... Man. Um, I'm going to go to Brownie. What? It said what? that... It says... Oh! Yeah, Carrie, Carrie uh, from Mythbusters... Wow, so she first really visited the house as a brownie, and it gave her nightmares. For some reason, brownie is linked on that page, and that's what I'm oh, clicking well. on. Uh, okay, I'm. That's slightly less good of an idea. But it's still a really good idea. Um, Did you say I that's slightly that it, less of a good idea? Yeah, no, I thought it was linking to brownies, like the little actual. Uh oh, like, I thought it, you were saying it's less good than your idea. Like, oh, well, no. I guess that's no a good. my. No, my idea is pretty terrible, but this is the best I can do. Alan Moore 
is an English writer primarily known for his work in comic books, including Watchmen, V for Vendetta, and From Hell, and basically everything that's kind of a 13-year-old's power fantasy. I'm just going to go away uh, for a while. I'll, let me know when you're done talking about Alan Moore. Yeah, no, I, I'm not going to say much about him. Frequently okay. described as the best not graphic novel writer. In- <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he is. Probably. Sure. Probably. <laughs> Has been called one of the most important British writers of the last 50 years. Attribution needed. Yes. Thank you. I can't uh, really. Uh, does Bill Bryson count? No. I can't think of any uh, other British authors in the last 50 years. Uh, I mean, maybe like there's that one that did all those like wizard books. I don't uh-huh. know. Did you hear about those wizard books? Those wizard hmm. books. It was like Harriet. Not Harriet the Spy. It was like. I don't remember. Yeah, but no, 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 no British authors have done anything um, no, inspirational no. or important in the last 50 years. Not at all. Oh, man. So he's done a lot of stuff, and I really don't want to talk about any of it. Uh, he, he's, oh, okay. This, well, this basically, article is so huge. And so, mm, I could just say so much about it. This guy, I... You guys know I do not care for Alan Moore, and I don't want to alienate our li- whatever listeners we do have who do love him, so I'm going to let that one go. Uh, we can all like different things. It's okay. Is there a section on uh, his like favorite foods? Oh, sure. Sure there is. <laughs> I'm, I, I mean, people love him so much, I guess. I bet there's probably a thing. Film adaptations. Let's talk about all of his terrible films. Yep. Um, uh, so bad. <laughs> religion and magic. I'm sorry. What? Uh, oh yeah, I bet that's most of the article. <laughs> in 1993, on his 40th birthday, Moore openly declared his dedication to being a ceremonial magician. Oh yeah, something he saw as a logical end step to my career as a writer. What? Hmm. I think he wor- worships sure. like a serpent god. Are you kidding me? Is are you are you making that up? No, no. Just- like legitimately, I think I think there's a serpent god involved. Like if like. Control F serpent and see if. <laughs> yeah, Moore took as his primary deity the ancient Roman snake god Glycon, who was the center of a cult founded by a prophet known as Alexander of Abo Abanatacus. Sure. Probably pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, According fine. to Alexander's critic Lucian, the god itself was merely a puppet, something Moore accepts, considering him to be a complete hoax, but dismisses as irrelevant. So, oh, this is what's incredible. cooler than not believing? And the belief that you have, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's so cool. According to pagan studies scholar Ethan Doyle White, the very fact that Glycon was probably one big hoax was enough to convince Moore to devote himself to the scaly lord. For, as Moore <laughs> maintains, the imagination is just as real as reality. Yep. Amazing. There you go. I, this guy is the best, you guys. All right. Well, I didn't find quite what I was after, but I yeah, No find- pizza gods, unfortunately. I did find Captain Britain, so I'm going to click click that. Nice. There's there's a method to my madness here. Just stick with me. Uh, the brownie, brownie parentheses girl guides. Um, uh-huh. A brownie is a member of a guild, a guiding in uh, a guilding organ. No, a guilding. No, of, yes. A brownie is a member of a guiding organization for girls aged seven years to ten years old. Uh, exact age limits are slightly different in each organization and then it basically lists all the mottos of each different uh brownie troop so like oh my uh, here's ireland's the pro- brownie promises i promise to do my best 
to do my duty to my God and my country, to help those at home every day, and to obey the brownie guide law. Whoa. Um, Whoa. That yep. got deep. <laughs> <laughs> the the Irish brownie motto is lend a hand. Oh. Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. The brownie promise is I will promise to do my best to be my true self to my God, to my country, and the country in which I live. Mm. To my God and my country and the country in which I live to help others and to keep the brownie guide law. The law is, as a brownie guide, I will care for my home, my community, and myself. I will do a good turn every day. Got it. United Kingdom, I promise that I will do my best to be true to myself and develop my beliefs, to serve the queen and my community, to help other people, and to keep the brownie law. Way to, um, way to the, have the queen stick her nose in there. Yeah. What about the, the brownie songs uh, that some packs sing at the beginning of meetings in the United Kingdom? Uh, Come let us make a brownie ring A brownie <laughs> ring, a brownie ring Come let us make a brownie ring We hear our brown owl calling Ooh. Whoa, what? Under the brownie bridge we go, bridge we Hold go, on. bridge we go Under the brownie bridge we go Because we are the In parentheses, name of six Is entered Yeah, probably like their group or something I don't know Tim, Tim, is this a like a summoning ritual? Um, are you summoning oh yeah, a six, that snake a six group? Is led by a sixer and has a second who acts as a deputy. Nope, I'm out. The brownie <laughs> program is called the Brownie Adventure. It is split into three parts, you, community, and world. All right, so there's not... Oh, man, pizza. There are, there are no, there's not pizza. There's not a lot here. Not a I'm lot really of surprised not a lot there's of not like pizza parties. <laughs> there are... Um, Originally, the girls were called Rosebuds, but were renamed by Lord Barden Powell after the girls had complained that they didn't like their name. Their name comes from the story The Brownies by Julia Horodia Ewing, written in 1870. In the story, two children, Tommy and Betty, learn that children can be helpful brownies or lazy bogarts. Is that how you say that word? Bogarts? I mean, that's where the... the Bogarts? Could be bogarts. Bogarts is linked? (laughs) I feel like that's just going to send me down a a different hole. A magic hole? Yeah. I don't really want to go down a different hole. Um... (laughs) Maybe I just go to Girl Scouts of the USA and hope that gets me somewhere. Maybe they'll have pizza parties. Yep. <laughs> Girl Scouts oh, USA. Man. Okay. All right. Well, uh, Captain Britain is a fictional character appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. Uh, he is, you know, sort of the British equivalent of Captain America. However, whereas Captain America is a, you know, you know, he's just a guy who hates bullies, etc., Captain Britain is a dude whose powers actually are powered by the the Isle of Britain. Like it is it has to do with the actual country. Hmm. Uh and it's given to him by sure Merlin. Why not? <laughs> Merlin does everything at that time. Yeah, basically. Merlin uh, was the one who kept Britain running. <laughs> if you if you read this comic, it's kind of true. Uh, it's really weird. He sort of is an ancillary character to the X-Men in a lot of ways. Um, so that's a thing. But uh, yeah, so it's sort of a lot more Doctor Who-ish than other Marvel comics, I guess. And it's it's a lot... It's more based as like a, a funny comic. Hmm. Um, and I, I guess except for the part written by Alan Moore where it got really dark really fast... Uh, which I mean, surprise, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's 
he's just a guy who is upholding the the monarchy or just protecting Britain in general, I guess. Hmm. Um, it's weird. I uh, I don't really want to talk a whole lot about him because it it goes to a lot of weird places, but uh, I do. Uh, want to follow this link here, knowing that he's an ancillary character of the X-Men. I'm going to go to the X-Men. Oh, nice. I'm trying to relate X-Men to pizza. Tim, there's a reason I'm doing this. Okay. I don't know if it will. I don't know if it will be on this page. I'm really hoping it will be on this page. But <laughs> there's a reason I'm doing this. Okay. Girl Scouts, another uh, powerful group. Yeah, I just sent you a picture of a Girl Scout working on her gold award project. Wow. Uh, she's in, like, huge boots and holding a chainsaw menacingly. Well, not menacingly, oh, like, it's... kind of, like, happily. Like, oh, she's holy. Very, Hold on. She, she's very into this chainsaw. That's getting weird. Yep. I don't know what she's doing to make it. It requires a large-scale service project, so I guess uh. she's cutting things down for... The betterment of society. She is felling the largest tree in the forest. Mm. Yeah. I came here because I, I was hoping that they would do like, they would mention like, oh yeah, they sell Girl Scout cookies, but they also like, you know, sell other things and different sort of like food thingies. And I was like, oh, food thingies. That's like pizza. Food thingies. They do mention Girl Scout cookies here. Um, but I don't think I'm going to go there. Uh, they also mentioned soup kitchens, but <laughs> I don't know if that's going to get me, uh, closer that's to pizza. At least a, that's at least a kitchen. That's at least a kitchen. A victory garden would get me to, like, the pizza ingredients. Um, uh, man, uh, actually, hmm, talk about the realignment here. Um... It says that uh, a Girl Scout council in Wisconsin sued the National GSUSA in federal district court, alleging breach of the Girl Scout charter. Although the suit, uh, oh, this is they were they reorganized essentially, and uh, they didn't like it. Although the suit was uh, summarily dismissed with prejudice uh, by the district court, the Seventh U.S. Circuit of Appeals overturned that decision, stating that a Girl Scout council agreement was quote no different than a Dunkin' Donuts franchise. Ooh. Uh, the decision Ooh. of the appeals court maintained the status of the Manito Council. Uh, did I click on Dunkin' Donuts to get me to like fast food junk? Yeah. I think I do. Okay. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Just I do like how Dunkin' Donuts is linked in that. Yeah. I appreciate that too. Yes. So you're doing like you're betting on it just being like oh general fast food. Yeah. Or like they're all kind of owned by each other, so maybe like mm. yeah, Dunkin' Donuts by the Pizza Pizza Hut family. Or I don't know if it's more or less disturbing if a Pizza Hut was owned by the Dunkin' Donuts family. The first link I saw when I uh, flitted my eyes over this page was Frankfurter typeface, and that's a great combination of words. <laughs> Frankfurter typeface. I like all of those things. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. So the X-Men is a fictional team of superheroes and appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics. We get we know the X-Men, right? I don't have to talk about the X-Men all that much. So I mean, which one is best would be best to make a pizza? Mm. Cyclops? <laughs> Just laser the laser the pizza. Which okay. Before I say that, as I've said that now, I one of the people listening to this podcast will write me an email. 
because he's not shooting lasers out of his eyes. I know, Kevin. Uh, but yes, uh, he could just like blast the pizza. I I mean, Jean Grey is telekinetic. She could just make it a like make the pizza happen with her mind. Is, is that how yeah. that works? I guess telekinetic <laughs> telekinesis. Sure. Pizza kinetic. Teleka pizzas. Teleka I don't pizzas. Know. Actually, I like that better. Teleka pizzas. Yeah, that's. I mean, I'm just writing that down for a title of this episode <laughs> yeah. right now. So you're welcome, yeah, Sky. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. So the X Men are uh, basically the only thing I'm going to me- mention here is a thing that makes them different from other superheroes is that uh, what made them special at the time is that they were when they debuted. I guess is that the uh, the thing that they treated as their, uh, you know, what gave them their abilities also set them apart from people and made them sort of other. Uh, and not not in a good way. Uh, and in a time when people were, like, really excited about superheroes and you have, you have your Superman and, and et cetera, then you have a whole different spin on it where these characters view this as not only a good, or, you know, it, it can be a good thing in some situations, but they as a people are feared and hunted more or less. So it put an interesting spin on the whole superhero idea. Uh, and I guess that's really all I want to say about this. I do, I do want to mention though, that uh, this is something that really spoke to me um, as a gay person, that uh, these are all people who were born with their mutation. Right. And mm-hmm. so that's a thing that, they didn't get their powers through a, a in fact they actually have a uh, in 1963 with the success of spider-man and amazing fantasy as well as the hulk thor iron man and fantastic four co-creator stanley wanted to create another super group of superheroes but did not want to explain how they got their powers mm-hmm. uh in 2004 stanley recalled i couldn't have everyone bitten by a ra- radioactive spider or exposed to a gamma ray explosion they took the cowardly way out i said to myself why don't i just say they're mutants they were born that way which is clearly something that sounds familiar to us now yeah i mean it's nice that he's not admitting like oh yeah this was my plan you know what i mean like right yeah we needed heroes like this it was just like i was just so sick of coming up with the reasons that i just made this happen (laughs) and it was almost like a happy accident that yeah and it kind of turned out the way that they did yeah and it's and and as a as a comic series it kind of has touched on that in a lot of different ways yeah Uh, people were able to to yeah, embracing that idea. That. Yeah. Now, once they once they saw it, it was like, oh yeah, let's do that. Yes, obviously. Uh, but yeah, so the reason that I came here, uh, much less any of the rest of this. I mean, yeah, this is all cultural and whatever interesting stuff, I guess. But I came here specifically for a bit in the 1990s. <clears throat> Jim Lee's X Men designs would be the basis for much of the X Men animated series and action figure line, as well as several Capcom video games. I'm going to click on X-Men Animated Series. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. Do you uh, know I'm trying for the, the tie-in route? I am exactly trying for the tie-in route, too. <laughs> um, Dunkin' Donuts, global donut chain. Here it is. Uh-huh. Do you know where it originated? Uh, was it Sweden. in the U.S.? Sweden. Yeah. Sweden. Yeah. No, no. Not one of those little great countries. Uh, nope, it's right here in... <laughs> No, not right here. It was in Massachusetts. <laughs> in my backyard. In my backyard. Um, yeah, no, it's it's a thing. Uh, 
before 1990, Dunkin' Donuts' primary competitor was Mr. Donut. But in February of that year, Mr. Donut was <laughs> acquired by Dunkin' Donuts. That's why I've never heard of these. Um, what's the... Hold on. No, what is that? Yeah. What? What's Mr. Donut? Well, it's, now it's now it's Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, no. Mr. Donut... Let me look at this up. Oh, Mr. Donatsu. Okay. It's a, oh. it's a fast food franchise found in the United States. That now headquartered in Japan. Ah. Mr. Donatsu. The wow. primary offerings include donuts, coffee, muffins, and everything you'd pretty much think it does. Um, it doesn't say anything in here about how like Tim Tim Hortons is like kicking uh, Dunkin' Donuts' ass, but sure. I'm sure it is. <laughs> does it? Let me see. Tim that was Hort- yeah. That was that was. It's quite a take. Uh, Canadian decline. Here we go. Uh, oh boy. Uh, basically, yeah. It started um, in the late 1990s and. Early two, 2000s, the chain began disappearing from all regions of Canada as Tim Hortons sort of took over. So there you go. And it declined in Japan because everyone wanted to just call it friggin' Mr. Donatsu instead of Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so, I mean, that's great. I was right about it being part of a, a fast food family. Uh, it also uh-huh. owns Baskin Robbins, which makes sense because the oh. Dunkin' Donuts down the street from me is a Dunkin' Donuts slash Baskin Robbins. Uh-huh. Um but that's no mention of Pizza Hut here. Uh, there's donut holes. There's slush. I'm trying to look for like something that like Pizza Hut would also have. Um, mm-hmm. There's no like salad bar. Uh, no like brick design. Oh, there man. is. There is something here that I think might get me at least to pizza though. Uh. Wait. What? I mean, you can't tell me. But after this, tell me nope, what you're thinking. I can't tell you. Trans fats is is linked here. <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts location in the United States have reduced trans fats from their menu items by switching to a blend of oils, palm, soybean, and cottonseed. So there's cotton. There's a cotton tie-in. All wow. right. It I'm clicking on full circle. I'm gonna click on trans fats. <laughs> we follow okay. this thread all the way to the end. Yeah. What were, what were you thinking, Tim? Oh, right. I don't, don't know because wanna... because you could always go back. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. All right. You have to get um, two. Pa- I have might to get have to tell pages you at away. the very end. All right, I'm at trans fat. Let's see how this oh, works out man. for me. Oh no! Well, uh, X Men the out. television series. Um, I used to watch this. Yeah. All I remember is is Jubilee being my favorite one. Oh and my also the gosh. Most yep. Well, that was <laughs> no. The that's idea, not to you. Though. Sorry. That was. Oh, you uh, you saw something there? Yeah, we'll get to it. Yeah. Sorry. Jubilee man. was cool. I just remember the theme song like <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> It had like one of the best. That's yep. all I remember. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were going <laughs> to. Yeah. It is a really good theme song. Uh, they they play it. it I, I listened to Jay and Miles explain the X-Men and they play it in the opening of every episode. So I I hear it. All you got the time. it down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I really like that they use like a, a church bell in the in the opening. And I have to feel like. Dong. Yeah, it's one of the only Saturday morning kids television shows that has an open opening theme song that includes a church bell. Like I feel like that's probably a thing. Like the like the person who who composed that was like, "Yes, I'm going to be that guy." All right, so mm-hmm. this didn't work out. Uh I came all this way and this did not work out one bit. Oh, uh, no. All this way yeah. and no pizza. <laughs> all this way and no pizza. 
So X-Men, known as the X-Men, the animated series, it's an animated television animated television series which debuted October 31st, 1992. Oh my gosh, we're almost up on the, what, 24th? 34th? Oh my gosh. No, that's not right. 24th. Oof. Birthday. Wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, in the United States, on the Fox Network as part of its Fox Kids Saturday morning lineup. Uh, X-Men was Marvel's comic second attempt at an animated X-Men series after the pilot X-Men, Pride of the X-Men, was not picked up. Did you guys know there was a, co- a cartoon before the 90s X-Men? I did not. Nah, me neither. They only had two episodes. I think two episodes. There was at least one. And according to J. Miles Explained the X-Men, it was pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently they cast Wolverine as an Australian dude for some reason. And so if you want to think of what Wolverine sounds like, oh my gosh, Hugh Jackman actually could just use his accent. Yeah. Like he would have, he would be able to speak normally if they had, if they had stuck with that. Wow. I didn't even, that just occurred to me just now. Okay. Well, I came here because I was really hoping that they would mention the Pizza Hut tie-in. Oh no. Did you remember the Pizza Hut tie-in? That was my main, when I was a kid, that was literally the main main way that I had into the X-Men. Like, because my cousins had the videos from the Pizza Hut tie-in. And that was the only way I ever saw the cartoon as a kid. Hmm. Did did you guys? I don't remember. Am I just that uncool? Is that what it is? Is that what you're saying? I think I was probably a little young. But if if both of you remember it. Then. I don't. I don't really remember it that much, to be honest. I remember uh, I, the only the only Pizza Italians I remember are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ones. Yeah. Well, guess what I'm gonna try next. Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good. Uh. <laughs> if you can get there, can you? Well, from here? the Fox Fox Children's Network is linked here at the top, and that's the same company that the same ones that did uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. So I'm going to try that out. <laughs> <laughs> defunct children's network it says ouch oof okay uh trans fats guys pizza hut's on here it's not oh, linked thank god it's not linked oh. so the first picture that they have here is a stick of margarine and like when i first just glanced at this page i was like oh sick is that what is that just like a package of trans fat like is that just what trans fat <laughs> looks like <laughs> Because it's like kind of cut up with a knife, and just like sitting there, and it looks it oh, looks kind yeah, of like a laboratory. Just whittled at this, yeah, and it's like oh, that's so gross. Trans fats are uh, unsaturated fats that are uncommon in nature, but become commonly produced uh, industrially from vegetable fats for use in margarine, snack food, packaged baking goods, and frying fast food. And this started in the 1950s. Uh, they're consistently associated in an intake independent way with increased risk of cardiac. Uh, coronary heart disease, a leading cause of death in Western nations. Oh, boy. Like ours. Um, So, you know, people have been cracking down on these things. I don't really want to talk about trans fats too much. Uh, They're in in fast food. Fast food's not linked here. Um, McDonald's is linked here. Human milk is linked here. Uh, Human milk. We're not going to go there. (laughs) Thank God. Um. Let me see if I can find that. There's a, I, I did see like a list of fast foods, and I need to figure out which one I want to go to. Pizza. So there's, 
Yeah, I want to go to the one that's like the most pizza, dudes. Like, where? Where's the most? Where's the pizza hanging out? Where's the most? <laughs> where's pizza? pizza on this friggin' Wikipedia web page? <laughs> where are you Why hiding? Is this so hard. Where are you hiding? Oh, give us three dollars. Donate to Wikipedia so we can add friggin' pizza. Li- We're out of links. We just don't have them. We just can't <laughs> we link. Buy them. We we link McDonald's. We link Wendy's. No Burger King. Can't do Burger King. Burger King's like McDonald's. So. If you're going to get to Burger King, just go through McDonald's and then you'll get there. We know what you guys are doing. We know you guys are playing this hot Wikipedia game all day. But we, look, we don't have the links. So just give us freaking five bucks. Improve your life. Okay. Oh, man. Is Popeye's, oh is Popeye's owned? Okay. Serious question. Bye, Popeye, Popeye's. Yes. Popeye's. Is that is that in the family? Is that in the Pizza Hut family? It's not. Pizza Hut you're family. sure? Yes. How, how do you know? Popeye's is its own independent thing. How do you know that? Because I, I know the companies that are associated with Pizza Hut. You do? Yeah. Because oh. he's There's at a the song page, about Scott. about one of them. There's a no. song about that? There's a song yeah. about the companies associated with Pizza Hut. I'm at the Pizza Hut. I'm at the uh-uh-uh. I'm at the combination Pizza Hut and uh-uh-uh. Oh, yeah. What do they combinate with? <laughs> they combinate with something. <laughs> combinate. <laughs> They come. They do. They do. Yeah, that's yeah, correct. Do. Oh man, I hop. I hops on here. Look, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think it's. Oh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell's not linked. Chick Fil A's not linked. KFC is not linked. Oh. Okay. Oh, this makes me so happy. Okay. If I go to McDonald's, I'm just going to fall down a hole, right? Like, that's just going to be McDonald's hole. Wendy's is kind of niche. I might get, I might get there with Wendy's. Um, for some reason, the most, like, this is really sad because, like, I didn't realize I had this in my brain, but I have, like, a descending list of the most pizza-like other fast food restaurants, and Popeye's is it for me. Sky, hit me with this list. I gotta know what it is. I mean, okay. they both start with P. I think that might be it. Well, they're just kind of like off. Like, they're trying to do something different. Like, oh, you're gonna do fast food? We're gonna do something different. I mean, I guess pizza isn't different. But, mm. wait, is there Papa John's on here? Papa. Papa, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Papa, nope. <laughs> oh, oh, guys. Guys. Um, oh, it's amazing. This hurts real bad. <laughs> No, no, that was great. I'm so Thank close. You. I'm so close. Thank you for doing that for me, Scott. That was amazing. Um, okay, I think what I'm gonna do. <sighs> I don't think I don't think Popeyes is gonna get me there though. <laughs> like for real though, right? Like I said, it's not in the family. It's not um, in the family. Look, okay, maybe. Okay, so if, so, if someone is gonna make like a pizza, right? Like, if a fast food restaurant was going to be like, hey, we don't make pizza, but let's make pizza. Like, I've got a hypothetical for you. I think it'd be McDonald's. Stay with me. I think McDonald's is going to be... What if we made pizza? My concern with McDonald's is that it's going to be so about McDonald's that I can't get... You know what I mean? I can't get there. Yes. But maybe something Uh like Wendy's is going to be like, yeah, Wendy's, but like other stuff, right? It's like... I mean, they even link the Baconator on here because, of course, they do. They're talking about trans fats. The Baconator oh needs gosh. to get a name drop. <laughs> At least one. The Girl Scouts sure of the not... USA are here. Oh, wow. You could go back there. Yeah. Um, 
I, I mean, IHOP doesn't make doesn't make pancake pizzas, right? That's I mean, a, a pancake yeah. is like a pizza. It is, <laughs> and that it's round, made out of dough, and has toppings. It's not really okay. dough; it's batter. But you know, I'm at McDonald's. I'm clicking on McDonald's. Oh, thank okay. God! You might actually get there. Oh my gosh, this is amazing! All right, I'm done. Well, this again. I already got there, Tim. Also... There just wasn't a link. Uh, uh. <laughs> you just. For it's part of the game, is though. That, it's part okay, of the game. Is that what we're is that what we're doing? Uh, yeah, because this also didn't work out for me. Uh, all right, yeah. So Fox Fox Kids is a former American children's programming block and branding for a slate of international children's television. Pro- international children's only international children could watch this television channel. Wow, no wonder it's no wonder it didn't work. Uh, originally a joint venture between the Fox Broadcasting Company (parentheses Fox). And its affiliated stations. It was later owned by Fox Kids Worldwide from 96 to 2001, and then Fox Television Entertainment from 2001 onward. Ah, oh, man. Okay, so it started as a block of programming that aired Saturday mornings throughout. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, Saturday mornings and an additional block Monday through Friday. Uh, oh, man. Oh, wow. Fox Kids is the only form of daytime television programming outside of sports ever aired by the Fox Network to date. What? That's, mm. I don't think that's... I think you're missing a couple words there. Maybe daytime ch- television? Daytime children's television? Yeah, but I mean, sports isn't... That's weird. Uh, that's a, I feel like there's a missing word there somewhere. Okay, well, yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's the... Their answer to Disney at the time, which was doing the Disney Afternoon in 1987. And they tried to do some other stuff, and some of it worked, some of it didn't. And I'm trying really hard to find the, oh my gosh, anything that had to do with its partnership with with, uh, Pizza Hut over any of these cartoons because it did that they totally did that you guys <laughs> that's a real thing that happened right i'm Wasn't not just imagining dream. that i really i'm just starting to think it is <laughs> um oh man okay so they have here about the yeah like they mention animaniacs and they mention uh batman the animated series and Oh man, Fox uh, Fox Family Channel became ABC Family. They, yeah, that's great. Oh my gosh, this is so frustrating. I, I really thought I was going to have a better shot at this with this. Yeah, um, not sure where you should go on this one. <clears throat> yeah, this is tough. There is a there is there is a link to something related that we talked about before. <laughs> a link to something related that we talked about before. Got it. Uh, they do have, there is a bit here about Ninja Turtles, the next mutation, but that's yep. not, that's not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but it's going to be the closest how, I can get. How many different types of mutant turtles do you think there are, Kyle? Lots, apparently. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Click in there. McDonald's. We've been here before, I'm pretty sure. I think yeah. so, yeah. Uh, it's still McDonald's, guys. I mean, <laughs> you can get wraps salads Uh smoothies and fruit at mcdonald's (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. A McDonald's Correct. EB Feast meal is sold at branches Ooh. in Singapore. It's a tasty Ebby. Uh, it's, I think that's shrimp. Yep. Oh, God. It is a patty of <laughs> shrimp. Oh, God. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I hate shrimp so much. And this looks real gross. <laughs> it says, it says Ebby, Ebby is shrimp. And it says Ebby times love on the box. Oh, boy. And it is making me queasy. Yeah, maybe stop looking at that. Oh, um, there's a lot of different McDonald's around the world. McDonald's's? Yeah. Mix, McDonald. Lock, lots of them. Uh, oh wow, that is gross. It's real mm-hmm. gross, right? Uh, <laughs> wow, I like shrimp, and that's gross. Yeah. Um, let's search for pizza, guys. Control F pizza. <laughs> we get a pizza. Until oh. December 2003, it also owned Donato's Pizza. You get a pizza. Donatello's Pizza. Donato's. Mm. Donato's Pizza. Donatello. That's the only thing I got. I'm clicking on Donato's Pizza. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Okay, well. (laughs) Ninja Turtle is the next mutation is an American live-action television series produced by uh, Saban Entertainment, which ran on the Fox Kids Network from 1997 to 1998. This lasted one year. Uh, Oh, wait. Hold on. Hmm. Was this running in... Oh, boy. Guys, we've talked about this before. I... Did we? Oh, do you not remember? Do, do you not remember? <clears throat> Outside the next mutation, the, the Turtles also guest starred alongside the Power Rangers in Power Rangers in Space. Oh, The end of the episode, yeah. Save Our Ship, leads directly into Shell Shocked in which the turtles are summoned and brainwashed by Astronema to fight the rangers. Her control over them is later broken, and they team up with the space rangers to battle Astronema's forces. Before returning to New York, the turtles have one request from the rangers. Space surfing on galaxy gliders. Whoa! <laughs> so rad. Um, tubular. Okay, well, I'm. that's all I want to say about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, and if... If we can find out what episode that was in, we need to link that there because that that bit was amazing. I'm so glad we went to that because, oh, Tim, what? that was the time that you performed the pizza wrap. Did we that we what? did we team up on that? What? Like we, no, no, no. There was a, there's a bit from one. There was a song. Because there was there's like a Turtles musical or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we, I, we, I, uh, I repressed that. <laughs> like most well, of our episodes. Well, it's coming back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'm clicking on the 1987 TV series <laughs> at the top to get closer because maybe they will mention the tie-in. Maybe they <laughs> will. All right. Donato's Pizza. Do you have you heard of this, Kyle? Yeah, we have these around here. Yeah, I was gonna say they're headquartered in Columbus. Oh, wow! Uh, I didn't know that. 200 locations in seven states. Majority in Ohio. Um, yep. It's okay. So Sizzling let me tell hot. you, I control F'd pizza, uh-huh. and then I spaced, <laughs> and then I put an H, and it said one. And I was like, yes, and I put a U, and it, there's a zero. Oh. And it's because it, pe- it says Donato's <laughs> pizza. pizza Home Office. <laughs> no. It went wrong as soon as you went F, control F U. Control F U. I, I was going to say it was a pizza hot, but that's even better. I like that. Pizza better. hot. Like, <laughs> pizza they, hot. With their signature pizza hot. 
<laughs> oh, I'd like three Pizza Hots. Yes, please. Yes, I would like so those. So do you want those? <laughs> no, that's not what they're known for. They're known for the thin crust pizza loaded edge to edge with toppings. Particularly, Ooh. it's large pepperoni pizza that includes 100 plus pepperoni slices enough to kill a man. <laughs> Citation team. I like their official brand promises to serve the best pizza and make your day a little better. That's oh, pretty on. I like that. Without <laughs> killing you. It's like, look, look, you're going to order pizza from us. You're going to get pizza. It's going to make your day a little better. It's not like it's yeah. going to revolutionize. It's, it's not going to save we're gonna, your We're life. here to help you out. Uh-huh. But it's also a pizza delivery restaurant chain. So pizza delivery is linked, and I'm clicking on that. Oh, my gosh. Whew. This is... Why is this so difficult, Tim? I don't know, man. Uh... Yeah, Are so... you kidding me? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Okay, go ahead. What? No, no, tell me Part about Part of this. a series on we'll get pizza. There. We'll get there. Part of a series on pizza? Okay, well... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, initially known as Teenage Mutant Turtle Heroes in some European countries due to controversy at the time, end parentheses, is an American animated television series produced by the studio Murakami Wolf Swenson and the French company IDDH. Uh, the show, oh, the pilot was shown during the week of December 28th, 1987. Wow. Mm-hmm. In, 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 we are in old. syndication. Yeah, I didn't realize this show was that old, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the show began its official run on October 1st, 1988. Well, I guess it took a year to get there. Oh, uh, man. Okay. Um, the feature fe- series featured <laughs> the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, characters created in comic book form by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. The property was changed considerably from the darker tone to make it more suitable for children and family. I bet there were so many nerds who read that comic who were really upset at how colorful and happy the 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 tv show ended up being um yeah maybe have you guys seen the original comic yeah they're I've real dark into a couple, and black and yeah, white I, and i bumped mm-hmm. into a couple pages not of it kid it was friendly like, no <laughs> so yeah uh well i really thought i'd have something here yeah, you think there would be mention of Pizza Hut here or tie-ins or something, but I am not seeing that. I got nothing. I, I don't even know where to go from here, except that they love pizza, but I really think that that should be mentioned here. Mention the pizza, guys. Tim, do you see it anywhere? Um, Control F P I Z. Oh my gosh. It's mentioned five times. Hopefully one of these is linked. Get it. No. Did you know no. that Michelangelo is obsessed by pizza? No. <laughs> With pizza? There's no does it pizza say obsessed linked by on pizza. It does not mention Pizza Hut at all. It mentions uh, Burger King. What? There you go. Is it linked? That's not... <laughs> um, the, the season four... Uh, one of the season four episodes... Or the season four uh, DVD release or VHS release, whichever one at the time whatever included interviews with james avery um rest in peace voice of the shredder uh and also had fresh from the oven a recipe for a cowabunga cheese pizza fit for a ninja turtle Ooh. where are you seeing this and also why is that not linked it is uh it's in uh, like the list of the dvds yeah all right well how do i even get to the pizza <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's like priority episode. one in life. How to get to pizza. 
How do I just like get to the pizza? Well, this is the, it's like their whole thing. Like, how do you not mention, how do you not link pizza on the page about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, is Burger King linked? It is, no, I dude. guess. It's, what? I thought it was. No. Man. Oh, it is. It is. I'm sorry. That might be oh, your best okay. bet. Yeah. Don't Not gonna it. lie. Clicking Burger King. <sighs> Guys. <laughs> Kyle. Sky. Tim. Tim. Sky. Deep breath, Sky. I'm on, I'm on wiki slash pizza underscore delivery. Pizza Hut is mentioned twice. It is not linked. How? How? Domino's How is mentioned. Is it is linked. Papa John's is mentioned. It is linked. How? Amazing. What? Who? Is, is, is Papa? Is, is Papa John <laughs> it's Papa. signing into Wikipedia every day and unlinking every pizza? I feel Peyton like that Manning might be is just happening. spending all his downtime erasing pizza yep. links from Wikipedia. <laughs> For his best friend. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. But look at this look at this photo. Look at this great photo. I love the caption on it. Okay. Is uh it says this pizzeria <laughs> bills itself as being open late. And just on the sign it says open late. And it's like, thank well, you, caption. That's yeah, a very true I mean, statement. Yeah, they that's an accurate statement. Yes. Oh my gosh, guys. I guess I'm gonna click on friggin' Domino's pizza. Friggin' Domino's. <laughs> to get to friggin' Next drive. Well, next Wikipedia pledge drive. Whatever. And they stick the stupid thing on the top that says to donate. I guess we do it because they are just out of these links. Oh my god. They're gosh, just out of them. So they just expensive. don't have them. Just none. None. Uh, well, burgers, you guys. Okay. Your burgers. Burger King, often abbreviated as BK by someone. Is an American global. It says oh it says it's gosh. often abbreviated. Is what Tim? What did you see on here that I haven't seen yet? Your salvation. What? Where? I'm Control F Pizza. <gasps> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. God. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I couldn't even like. I couldn't click on Burger King back there. It's a pizza conspiracy, Sky. How does this? How deep does this dish go? Why? No! <laughs> this is Chicago-style lever espionage. <laughs> Chicago-level espionage is what's happening right now. Oh, amazing! <laughs> Gosh. Well, I yeah. don't know that I actually do. I want to talk about Burger King. Do we want to talk about it? I think we've talked about it before. I think we uh, have to, have yeah. Have we? Oh, okay. Well, then I don't need to. So how, how about we mention this, this, uh, the paragraph <laughs> where it is mentioned, Pizza Hut. Yes. At the end of its 2013 fiscal year, Burger King is the second largest chain of hamburger fast food restaurants in, to in terms of global locations cited. Uh, I want to see what that citation is. Hang on. Restaurant Brands International, 31 December 2015. Okay, so it is an actual thing. I wanted to know if it was just someone who was like, yeah, I think we have the most. It's probably the second largest chain. <laughs> Behind Industry Bellwether McDonald's. Industry Bellwether McDonald's. Whoa. Wow. 
Not cited. They're just they're hanging that one out there to dry. Thirty-two thousand locations. Is the uh, well, they're not any cotton farm. I'll say that. Uh, is the fourth largest fast food restaurant chain overall after Yum Brands. <laughs> oh yeah, the Yum Brands. And I yeah. say it like that because it has an exclamation point after Yum. When I was down in Louisville hanging out with my friends, there's Yum Stadium. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? Yeah, Yum. Yum apostrophe, yum, yum apostrophe, yum exclamation white stadium. I'm pretty sure that's what it, or like yum like conference center or something. <laughs> that sounds worse. Yum Why would you call conference it that? center. K, the KFC <laughs> yum center. <laughs> oh. Wow, that got, that went even better than I expected. Yeah, that's uh, pretty great. Of KFC, Taco Bell, and Pizza Hut. Totaling, totaling. Oh, okay. I see how they're doing it. Because they can't say, because none of those together. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry to tell you this, guy. Back on the Dunkin' Donuts page. What? This is how far back the conspiracy goes. <laughs> it mentions Yum Brands. Oh, uh, no. And it is linked, but they only, after Yum, they only mention KFC and Taco Bell. Gosh. Wow. And they don't link those. They, but they just erased Pizza Hut from your path. Oh. <laughs> I'm clicking Pizza Hut and I'm closing this down. So I've got a great story though That's, here. You know how many health inspectors have said that? <laughs> Every health inspector's dream. They wake up in the middle of the night, like, oh, oh Pizza Hut. So look, I believe I might know the answer down. to this guy. But do you want to talk about Domino's? <laughs> I do actually. I have a. I have a story. Okay. Okay. Tell us so, the story. <laughs> Domino's share, Pizza share was founded in Ann Arbor. Okay, Ann Arbor, oh, Michigan, not far from where I went to school. Not far from where my wife uh, grew up. Wow. There's. Uh, if you head to Detroit from from where my wife grew up, and you head from Detroit from Ann Arbor. There's a farm, and it's called. Well, it's not. It's called Domino's Farm, and it's just like a big building. And it, like it's a big thing, and it's called Domino Farms, okay. And okay. in the winter they would light it up. When Candace was a kid, when my wife was a kid, they would like go all out on Christmas and just like get all these lights and different displays and stuff. And you can see it from the highway. Like the highway kind of goes up. Uh, it kind of like uh inclines up and around on this turn, and you get to see like this whole this whole building. And it would get lit up, and every time we go past it, she would mention it. And I always thought it was like a like a farm, <laughs> like like I thought like I didn't realize that it farm. was like Domino's Pizza, but like that's the headquarters. What? Yeah, like that's the oh. headquarters. The headquarters is Domino's Farms Office Park. Wow. Oh my god. I did not know that, and I passed that too. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I have want to say about Domino's. That's understandable. <laughs> I I get it. That's oh, man. I understand your pain. This is a good. This is a good game, though. It was a good. It was. It had <laughs> was twists it? and no, turns. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh man, I tried. I'm so upset because I tried. I tried this. Like, I thought I would really get there with a funny thing that I remembered from being a kid. Or like, oh, some pop pop culture thing that I remembered that was hilarious. And no, I <laughs> I was shut down time and again. The only way that we got here was through fast food. <laughs> <laughs> they're both destroyed by by fast food uh so pizza hut it's an american restaurant chain an international franchise 
known for its, and this is linked, Italian-American cuisine. Oh. Which I'm absolutely hmm. clicking that, including pizza and pasta, as well as side dishes and desserts. The company has over 15,000 locations worldwide as of 2015, and it is a subsidiary of Yum Brands, Inc., one of the world's largest rest- restaurant companies, which is what I want to be known as. All right. <clears throat> Italian-American cuisine is a style of Italian cuisine adapted throughout the United States of America. Italian-American food has been shaped throughout history by various waves of immigrants and their descendants called Italian-Americans. How many more times can we say that in this paragraph, you guys? Uh, it's basically pizza. It's basically that, pizza. Yeah, it's pizza. That's that's what it's coming down to. Hmm. Okay, that's what I had. Oh, oh man. I have something here. It's very okay. topical. You probably saw this Ooh. and didn't want to mention it. Uh, in 1994, Donald Trump and his wife Ivana Trump appeared in a commercial. The oh, last geez. scene of the commercial showed Ivana Trump asking for the last slice, to which Donald replied, "Actually, dear, you're only entitled to half." A plan the couple's Whoa. recent divorce. Hmm. <laughs> well, also Wonderful. related, related in 1997, one year later. Ooh, wow! Talk about pizza conspiracies. Former Soviet Union Premier Mikhail Gorbachev started a pizza commercial to raise money for the Perestroika archives. In Whoa. recent years, pizza... Yeah, yes. This is this has its own subhead, Sky, just under Russia. <laughs> in, re- <laughs> in recent years, Pizza Hut has had various celebrity spokes... I don't know why this is in. Celebrity spokespeople, including Jessica Simpson, The Muppets, and Damon Hill and Murray Walker. Why is it pizza under the Russia heading? <laughs> pizza Hut paid for their logo. This might... That might be the only paragraph in the entire internet... internet that Mikhail Gorbachev and Jessica Simpson are in the same paragraph. And and the Muppets. I mean, like... Wait a minute. So, Donald Trump, yeah. Russia, Pizza It goes Hut. way back. That's, we are, I think it goes just the past us, the reason that they're scrubbing all the Pizza Hut links from Wikipedia. Yeah. I'll say that. They don't want this us goes, to find the truth, the connections. This dish is so deep, you guys. <laughs> Pizza Hut sponsored the anime series Code Geass. As a tribute to this, one of the series' characters, Cece, will constantly order their pizza or tightly hug a pillow resembling Pizza Hut's Japanese mascot, Cheese Coon. Well, their what? logo at Please the time. Please show me Cheese Coon. I it's not linked. Let's look up Cheese Coon. Maybe don't. Yes. Or no, we're doing sure- this. Make Jeez. sure you're safe. So oh, no, he's he adorable. Does, he looks like a ghost. He looks like what? a cheese ghost. Yeah. What's a cheese ghost? It's this. Someone please send me this cheese this ghost. Is, this, is, this is actually pretty cute. <laughs> I mean, it, it's designed to look like it's cute. So, yes, I would. Oh, it is cute. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a better one than that. Look at this guy. Why is it wearing a hat? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! He looks like he'd be stretchy too. Yeah, I mean, he'd be super I don't, stretchy. I assume he's a stretchy cheese ghost wearing a fedora. Uh. What does that caption say? Cheese, cheese coon, pizza hut, pizza man, pizza, pizza man. man. <laughs> yep. So, uh, one one more thing I want to mention about Pizza Hut before we go. Mm. Uh, I just glanced at the book it thing and I was like, oh, we all we know what book it is. I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a program where. Uh, students read books and 
uh, if they read enough, like the teacher sets a limit, and if they read enough, then they get a free personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut. That's how I should have gotten The program has been criticized by some psychologists on the grounds it may lead to over-justification and reduce children's intrinsic interest in reading. Book It it was also criticized by the Campaign for a Commercial Free Childhood in 2007, who described it as one of corporate America's most insidious school-based brand promotions. A pamphlet produced by the group uh, argued that the program promoted junk food to a captive market, made teachers into promoters for Pizza Hut, and undermined... Uh, parents by making visits to the chain an integral part of bringing up their children to be illiterate to be literate not illiterate (laughs) however a study of the program found participation in the program neither increased or decreased reading motivation um yeah crazy that's i never thought of it that way it kind of makes sense but yeah it does i mean if, if you're a kid yeah i mean hey free pizza yep (laughs) <laughs> of course, basically, if when you're that age, anytime you go to Pizza Hut, you're getting free pizza but from your parents. True. It's really smart, yes. though. It's more about for the parents, right? Because it's like now you have a kid yeah. that's like, I got a free pizza. I earned this. Like, I read the books. You have to take me to Pizza Hut. It's like, okay, we'll take you for your free personal pan pizza. But that kid's getting drinks. The parents are getting pizzas. Like, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it's pretty smart. Yep. That is pretty smart. Uh, oh, my God. Why yeah, don't we have a Japanese mascot, guys? Why don't what? we? Because we're not Japanese. Why don't Japanese. we have a Japanese mascot? Oh my god! Show? We kind of do. I want a little grasshopper. We do dude. have a little grasshopper. Hopper yeah, coon. Yeah, he can be called Hopper coon. No, right? I, I mean, don't want to do be, that. He's got to be cute. I I made a cute grasshopper, you guys. I know you did. <laughs> does he, all, all does he stand do- on two legs? Yes, Stephen does say it's terrifying. So. Is is he plushable? I could probably make it more plushable, yes. Yeah, that's what we I'll, need. I'll work on it. <laughs> Listeners, just we go. Need it, we need to squeeze it, and it's got to tell random facts about cotton and pizza. <laughs> Listeners, if, if you're not at work, go and Google go and Google Cheese Coon images, because there are some great ones here. Make Just yep. by, so, by the so nature awesome. of this being an anime thing, make sure right. your safe search is on. Whenever you search something that's anime or Japanese related, just make sure that, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Oh, I be- man. I believe we finished our course here. Good job, I, guys. I, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, it, it's too bad this podcast is over. After two years, yeah. this is the last one. This is how we go out. <laughs> <laughs> this is the whimper I expected us to always go on. <laughs> Talking no, about freaking right, cheese right. coon. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on our journey uh, this time from the Winchester Mystery House, which seemed so far away now after the Soul Pizza Hut conspiracy. Yeah, I can't even see it from here. <laughs> to Pizza Hut. Uh, if you oh. would like to listen to more of our podcast, we are, of course, on iTunes. Uh, if you would like to leave us a review there, please feel free to do so. Yeah. You can also reach us at uh, wskbcast.blogspot.com. Uh, we're also on Stitcher. Uh, you can reach us on Facebook. Just search We Should Know Better. Find our happy uh, little uh, yellow logo. Uh, or also on Twitter at wskbcast. Uh, thank you for sticking with us for two years. Uh, we <laughs> continue to keep going. We are not quitting. Oh, yet. Yeah, not yet. This not this yet. was not enough. Not until we get our Never our enough. big deal and sell out. <laughs> I don't think Pizza Hut's going to be that one for us, though, guys. You hear us, Casper? No, not after this episode. Nor I guess no, or any of the other places we talked about this episode. 
We might have a so, chance with Donato's. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just right. in Ohio. Just it's, go to their you, home you office. You get in touch with Kyle. them, Kyle. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, yeah, I'll just go next door. Just be like, hey, I'm from Ohio, too. Just call them up. <laughs> I have a podcast, <laughs> I and I live in Ohio. So, Give us sponsorship? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be like, deal. <laughs> Do you have an anime? <laughs> go to Donato's, donatospizza.com slash we should know better. Get 20% off your next online order with the code FACTHOPPER. (laughs) Yes. The Cheese Coon Plush tutorial. Oh my gosh. All right. All right, guys. All right. See you guys later. See ya. See you next time, guys. Have a good night. Is there a Mrs. Cheese Coon? There looks like there's a Mrs. There's a the Cheese Chan, a Cheese Chan probably. Cheese Chan is that? I don't know. Okay. Cheese Chan. Is there a Cheese Chan? The Cheese Chan channel. Wow. Yeah, it's got bow. Amazing. And it's like how the character is just sitting on a bed eating Pizza Hut. That's a really flat bed. Yeah. Like oh, that's guys. the firmest. Yeah, it actually bed looks like seen. she's on a on a table. <laughs> That's the firmest bed I've ever seen. <laughs> but just the look on her face while eating the pizza just doesn't look the best. I mean, it's probably like just a weird still you know, hitting yeah. a, a frame. But yeah, my my search for cheese Chan led me to a blooper from Rush Hour three in which Jackie says cheese instead of freeze. And it's very enjoyable. That is pretty <laughs> great. Yeah. <laughs>